Carmela, it's time for us to go on another Italian wine adventure. Ooh, where are we going? We're going to northern Italy this time, to the beautiful area around Verona. Oh, I love Verona. Yeah, and we're going to taste a very underrated wine that comes from the area called Suave. Nice. Are you ready? I'm so excited. Let's do it. Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. Carmela, I just have to say, I'm so happy you are back with me again this week. I missed you. Oh my god, did you really? I did. We I missed know. you. Everybody missed you. Oh. The people out there in listening land oh, missed you. I don't you. know about that. I missed you, and I missed everybody in listening land, too. Oh, that's good. Now, we said you were on assignment, so mm. how did your assignment go? Fantastic. <laughs> it was, It was. you know, a lot of tests, a lot of testing, a lot okay. of... But it went well. It was, it was successful? Yeah, what? Absolutely. Okay. okay, good. Well, okay, before we get too far in this episode, let's do a quick orientation for those of you who may be new to the podcast. What we do in each episode is we learn about and taste and review three wines that are reasonably priced. That means under $20 and are or should be easy for you to find. And our goal is what? To have some fun, to learn about some new wines you may want to try, maybe laugh a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, maybe have a little bit of uh, fun as we experience expand our wine horizons love it and take some of the stuffy and boring out of wine what do you Ooh, think yeah i mean think? wine stuffy and boring i know it should never what? be stuffy and boring never it should only be fun and exciting yeah okay carmela are you ready to go on this next italian wine adventure even if it's only in our minds i'm so ready i can i can you know conjure up in a little imagination here about it well mm-hmm. you're gonna know a lot about this wine adventure just in your mind, you're able to conjure a lot because okay. last episode that we did this, we went to southern Italy, and now we're going way, way up north to the Veneto region, mm. uh, which is the area the Venice is in, and we're going more specifically to the area around the beautiful city of Verona. Oh, we had so much fun when we were there in Verona. We too. did. We we spent almost a, I think we spent a week in Verona. Oh, it was it so was awesome! So lovely. I'm so excited about this. I know. And there is a wine region. Mm around the Verona area called Suave. Ooh, are we tasting Suave We're going to taste some Suave. Oh, the, my and, gosh. And some people might be like, Suave, really? What's going on with that? So we'll talk about that a little bit. The mm-hmm. wine is spelled, just so you know, the wine is spelled... Okay, go ahead. You you do I'll it. I'll try, I'll Her try. Hands I'll up. Try. Her hands I, up yeah. like a I little see. kid in I class. Go I ahead. Do it. S. Mm-hmm. Capital S. Nice. O. Mm-hmm. A. Mm-hmm. V. Mm-hmm. E. Yeah, that's right. Hooray! And so I think for people who are not familiar with the Italian language, it might look like soave. Right. I and like that soave Especially wine. if you consider yourself like not one of those good spellers. Like exactly. sometimes you're like, oh, I just, I can't spell. It's like genetic or whatever. <laughs> exactly. It could be tricky. This is a tricky one because it doesn't make any sense. But no. you just have to think like when you see that S-O-A-V-E. That it's got a W in it, suave, suave. Yeah. And it's important that it is different than suave. It's not suave. And it's also not this. Yeah. Pulling it out. <laughs> oh. It's not this. But you can pretend. You can pretend. Yeah. yeah. Every time you hear it, don't you kind of want to just start going like Rico? I just start wanting to like, down suave wine. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, do you now going back to the wine of suave, not the Rico of suave? Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything about suave as a kid? Like impressions of suave wine as a kid? Is this as ringing a, a bell kid. at all? 
as just, a kid? Yeah. No. Okay. Am well, I supposed to? Well, here's the thing is Suave had a very bad reputation. So hmm. in about the 1960s and for... Yeah, I wasn't even born then. Okay. Well, I was. But in, in decades <laughs> after that, the Italians produced a ton of Suave wine and a lot of it was just not very good. Hmm. It was kind of boring. It was kind of soft. It was kind of bland. It's what you would call maybe a bad wine. Huh. And for a lot of people, this reputation of Suave being a cheap wine or a crappy wine is something that stuck. And that's really too bad. Yeah, weird. I okay, know. Now why would I have known or remembered? This. Well, because there were a lot of commercials. Ah. So, yeah, so there were all these commercials on TV for Italian wines, and one of them was a very famous one. I'm actually going to play it for, mm. the, for the people out there in listening land, so okay. you have to just uh, bear with me. A summer evening, and Franco Bola shares the wine his family has made for over a hundred years. There's more. Suave Bola. More. Oh, my God. There's more. So much more. There's more than what kind of marketing tactic was I, that i don't know it was super popular uh weird like, i remember these commercials no, no i totally remember these commercials and there were some you other watched a lot more tv the, than true I did, though yeah, and by the way they keep saying there's something more I in know. a bottle of bola or what the hell more would be <laughs> what more what do you think more is in that bottle of bola well that's the problem i'm i'm like it's really leaving a lot more to be desired i don't understand that if they want you to buy it and then they that's their tagline i guess there's I don't know. more maybe it's not just wine <laughs> so maybe it's maybe something else pass this over and uh. find something else yeah, so that was a commercial for suave bola but don't <gasps> you remember some of these other italian wine commercials like chilla chella do you remember nope. that one? Or Reuniti on Ice? Nope. You don't remember <laughs> these commercials? Okay, we've got, we've got links to these. I can't mm. believe you don't remember. I like don't know. Reuniti like, on wait, Ice. What it's were nice you and watching? Chilla Chella. You don't remember wait the Chilla Chella guy? When I was watching Happy Days. They, and... they were on. No. They I were don't... on. Okay, I don't remember this at all. Okay, well, anyway, there's a bunch of links in our show notes. You can find links to some of these commercials that hmm. were just terrible. But here's the thing. There were tons and tons of Italian wines being released in like the 60s and 70s and early 80s into America for whatever reason red white or rosé they were all chilled mm. they were all bent, meant to be served on ice and they were all crappy and oh they all gosh. had a bad reputation and mm. what ended up happening is that wines like suave started to have a really bad reputation and so today if you can even find a suave you may you may have to look like either in the like cheap you know like the bottom the clearance yeah section. the clearance section or something it's just not easy to find <laughs> the so dollar ba- basket you exactly. know, on your way out. And oh, it's really gosh. too bad because Suave is actually an excellent wine and we're going to yeah. try a few of them tonight. And I just think that, you know, we'll, we'll go through it. We'll talk a little bit about Suave wine and some of the history around it uh, and we'll taste them and we'll let you know what we think, but we know we, we like Suave, but maybe not so all wait of a these minute. Suaves. So, is it, so it still is challenging to find Suave? It can be. Hmm. Yeah, it can be. It can okay. be hard to find. And it's too bad because, for well, I, I don't want I'm jumping ahead. First, before we get to that, okay. Carmela, we need to do our shame plug okay okay if you like what you're hearing we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating and review so that people who stumble upon us may decide that they want to listen mm. and you can follow us or reach out to us on instagram at the wine pair podcast or you can contact us on our website 
thewinepairpodcast.com. And as we do every week, we will, we want to tell you someone we think you should tell about the Wine Pair Podcast. And this week, we would like you to tell anyone who you think is suave. Ooh. <laughs> about that. Oh, man. Or Rico that Suave. Could cause some if you know Rico Suave, problems. you could tell him too. That could cause some problems because if you're, you know, with somebody, you know, you have a significant other and then you find out from them. Why are you bringing this up? Well, I'm just thinking. Is there, are there people that you think are suave that aren't I, me? Well, right. I mean. What do you mean the, right? <laughs> what do you mean right? But that's, you're going down that road, though. If all of a sudden it's like, hey, your wife. didn't go down that road wife, at all. Your There's... wife told me about, you know, suave. And then ding, all of a sudden you're like, wow, my wife must think you're suave. Oh, boy. I don't, I, well. I don't Okay, That's, Carmela, you're not allowed. You're, you're not allowed to tell anybody you think a swap about the White Bear <laughs> podcast. But all of you out there in listening land, you can do that. Okay. And Rico Suave. Suave. Okay. So let's learn a little bit more about this Suave wine, Carmela. What do okay. you think? Okay. I'm ready. So here's facts. You ready for some facts? Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, about 50 years ago, Suave was the most popular Italian wine in the United States. Wow. So it's funny because, again, you cannot find it. If you were to say, what's the most popular Italian wine in the United States today, what would you say? Chianti. Or... I think it's another one. Uh, and, mm. Prosecco. Oh, I think I it's see. Prosecco. Yes. Okay. I think I, that's you know the what? most famous Italian wine. Abs- I think absolutely. I'm thinking like if you had said sparkling wine, but no. No, I mean overall wine. I think Pinot Gris, mm, Pinot Grigio, yeah, probably, Prosecco, and yeah. Chianti are probably Chianti the most famous. Chianti maybe like in the 80s and 90s was yeah. probably the most popular. Probably. Prosecco, I bet you're right. Yeah, but can you believe that Suave was the most popular Weird. wine? You can hardly find it anymore. Yeah, that's so strange. But then it didn't have a very good reputation back then anyway, did no, it? No, no. So that's the thing. And hmm. here's another thing that I think, and I brought this up in other podcast episodes, but I don't. The, one of the reasons why I don't think we see a lot of Suave around, and I think this is true of a lot of non-French wine varietals, is because as wine production in the United States really exploded over the last 30 or 40 years, U.S. wines kind of outperformed all these like cheaper imports especially like Italian. They, mm. Italians are making really cheap wine and importing them into the U.S. and bringing them in in droves. And then, you know, in California, especially like wine production just exploded. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing is that the varietals that they have were often Bordeaux-based varietals in California. So oh. you weren't seeing a lot of Italian wines. Like, have you seen a lot of domestic Suave or domestic Chianti, mm. like Sangiovese mm. or domestic Nebbiolo? You don't see no, a lot of them. What you see is... Cabernet Sauvignon, right. Merlot, Chardonnay. These right, are French, French wine mm-hmm. varietals that very often were were part of Bordeaux blends. Mm. Um, you're seeing more Pinot Noir, which is part of Burgundy. And so I think, again, I think a lot of times that wine tastes in the United States are shaped a lot by some supply as much as demand. Now, I'm not saying people don't love Cabernet and don't love Chardonnay, but it's also, that's what you see. Right. You know, so if you saw more Suave, maybe that's what you would, you know, drink. It's just like Prosecco. Prosecco, we talked about this. Prosecco kind of came out of nowhere. It's all over the place now. It's cheap. It's easy to find. And Mm -hmm. so that's part of the, I mean, supply helps with the demand. Oh, absolutely. No, it makes sense. I mean, it's just like whatever whatever you're seeing most of and what's ever becoming the most popular thing, people go to. They want to be in the know or they want to, that's well, why trying something different is sometimes challenging. Exactly. And it's it feels safe. Right. It's something you know. It's something reliable. And doing, like, I don't know what this Soave wine is. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what it's going to taste like. Well, we think, and we're going to here to try to convince you that actually Suave is a wine that white wine lovers in your life may really like. Mm. And, and Carmela and is a white wine lover in my life. ones, oh, you know, if you want to like... 
butter mm. them up and yeah. tell them how, yeah. hey, try mm. this out. Whatever. I but mean, I, you, but you I said did, it. I did, I did. But I do think like Suave would be kind of a fun wine to bring over to, you know, like to a friend's house. Yeah. Like, hey, we want to try this wine. Right. So um, Suave, like many Italian wines and French wines and Spanish wines, is named for the region it comes from rather than the grapes that are in the wine. Mm. So again, Suave is a region that's in the province of Verona and the town of Verona, like we said, is one of our favorites. We spent so a lot beautiful. of time there. Oh. So beautiful. I mean, it is like, it's amazing. It's like fairy tale. It is. Beautiful. Yeah. And they remember that Colosseum? Like they have oh. a Colosseum, like smaller than the Roman Colosseum, but it's intact and you can go inside it. Like yes. we saw an opera there. It yeah, was super it was cool. Beautiful, beautiful. But in a four hour long opera yeah, with our, three little children <laughs> that stayed. It was like unbelievable. And took a nap in the middle of it. True. But you know, it was That's worth okay. it. Okay, okay. But anyway, back to Suave. So mm-hmm. there is no wine grape called Suave. Okay. The grape of uh, the, the wine grape that's in Suave is mostly Garganega. That is the key grape that has to be in Suave Weird, for it to be it. a Suave. I know. So that's interesting. It's a perfect example of how wine choices are he- in like places like the unit US are heavily influenced by the kinds of grapes that are grown and made into wine locally. Because mm. again, mm-hmm. if you if if you saw Garganega on the shelf, like you see Chardonnay on the shelf or you see Sauvignon Blanc on the shelf, you you might know it better. But you know So Suave has to always be imported then. Uh no. Oh, well yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. If it's Suave, it has to come from the Suave region of Italy. Right. If it's Garganega, mm-hmm. it could come from anywhere. Okay. But you're right. You're absolutely right. So mm-hmm. Suave is from a specific region mm-hmm. called the Suave region. And it is a grape that's rarely planted in the US. In fact, it's not really planted very uh very much anywhere outside of Italy, but in Italy, it is the sixth most widely planted white wine grape. Hmm. So it's actually a popular grape in Italy. Interesting. Um now, to be considered Suave, the final wine product can be blended with other grapes like Verdicchio or Chardonnay, but it has to be at least 70% Garganega. If it's not 70%, mm. can't call itself Suave. Hmm. And then sometimes you'll see this on Italian wines. There's like Suave Classico or Chianti Classico. So right. do you know what Classico means? This is really interesting. Well, I know it's classic. Well, so here's the interesting thing. In Italy, the Classico designation has a very specific meaning. Hmm. And, I, you know, I kind of knew this, but I got here's a definition that I got from the interwebs. Okay. The term Classico on an Italian label refers to the old, historic, orig- original center of the region, often with a history that traces back to Roman times. It is in these historic vineyards that often the best wines of a region are produced. So hmm. Classico doesn't just mean it's good, which kind of is the way I would think about it. Mm-hmm. It's actually a place hmm. the suave classico or the chianti classico region is our specific regions within that wine growing region hmm. and so um if you get a bottle of wine from italy with one of those labels on it that says doc or docg and it says suave classico you know it comes from the suave classico specific area I- are yeah. those the more like a like original? Is that mean yeah. you know I'm thinking yeah. like yeah. Exactly. The original they're, origin of the They're the most historical, that's exactly right. Okay. They're the most historical, and some people would probably say they are the most representative, mm. right, of mm-hmm. the wine. Hmm. And so are the and maybe the more sought after, the more choice uh type. 
of of wine. Uh, but we're going to check that because we've got some wines, a couple of wines that are classical and, and one that is not. Um, and, and sometimes, yes, this classification can mean that it's that it's higher quality. Now, in terms of taste, for those of you who are white wine lovers out there, mm. uh, Suave is sometimes compared uh, to like kind of a cross between Pinot Grigio and Chardonnay. It's kind of a medium body. It's nice. got good acidity. And then when it's in this classical region, it's actually in volcanic soil, so it can kind of have some briny or salt mm. water kind of qualities wow. to it. And so it's supposed to be a really good food wine. It's supposed to be really good with fish and seafood. And again, I think if you're a white wine lover... You want to try something new. You want to expand your horizons. This is a great wine to try. Oh, so excited. Now, you don't have to memorize all this stuff that we're talking I about. I hope not. I'm already <laughs> feeling pressure here. <laughs> no, you're, you're like nervous. What do I have yeah. to... Okay, Taking tell me, notes. Taking re, notes. No, go back. No, no, tell me everything no. I already said. I feel like I'm in like, you know, junior high again or no. something. You can always go to our website and look at our show notes and there's lots of fun Phew. stuff and links in there and, and uh, really, really fun stuff. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Suave wines that we chose for this episode. What do you say, Carmela? Mm, I don't know. What do I say? <laughs> no, no. Wow. What what do you say? Oh, I thought I was supposed to say something. You are. You're supposed to say yes. This sounds really fun. Let's do it. Let's cut this part out. Okay. (laughs) Start that over again. I thought that I would. Okay. That was a quiz again. I don't don't even know how I'm going to cut this. Okay. Carmela, let's talk about the Suave wines that we chose for this episode. What do you say? I say yes. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. No, I I am really looking forward to these wines. And I think you are too. I'm so excited. I think you do this on purpose because you're like, I've been gone. And you're like, "Mm, I'm going to entice her and bring her back. Well, because when you're out on assignment, I'm worried that you're going to come back and say, you know, this whole wine pair thing. (laughs) I'm not so sure I'm convinced about it. Well, you picked the right one. I know. I have to bring her back in, ladies and gentlemen. I have to do it. Okay. I'm I'm set. So of the wines that we chose, one of them is 100% Garganega. Uh, Two are blended with other grapes. Two are from the Classico region, and one is not. So I think we're going to get kind of this nice broad view of Suave. Am I going to have to guess which one? No, you will not. I will make that. I will not make you guess that. But I do think it's kind of like to have a couple that are from the Classico region, one that's not. To have a couple that are blended and one that's 100%. I think it'll be a good way to say like, hey, maybe we like a certain style or type Mm -hmm. a little bit better than Mm -hmm. others. And again, it's just going to be our opinion. You might feel very differently out there in listening land. Right. So the first wine we're going to try is one we've definitely had before, and I remember us liking it. It's from a winery called Inama, mm-hmm. and it's their entry-level Suave, and this is the one that's made from 100% Garganega grapes. And what do it's, you mean by entry-level? Well, they have, you know, they'll have a variety of different, you know, Suave, Suave Classicos, et cetera, and this is kind of, the, I guess, I should just say it's their cheapest one. Okay, How about that? okay. How about that? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so this is um, 100%. Uh, Garganega, as I said, Suave Classico. Uh, th- from their website, they the winery describes their wine this, this way. The variety was introduced in the classic area 2,000 years ago by the Romans. Wow. Vinification in stainless steel tank, not fruit-driven. Mineral and floral notes that cleanse the palate, making it food-friendly with lots of dishes. Oh. So I think a few things about this wine that I'm excited about. Suave Classico, 100% Garganega. It is high acid, so a good food wine. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about I'm it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Sounds lovely. And it's back, like the the, the, the area goes back to Roman times. Mm. Like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, the second wine is not from the Classico region. So it's just called the Suave. 
No suave classico. Okay. It's and it's it's by Villa Cavarena, and it's a blend of Garganega and Chardonnay. So this ah. will be a really interesting mm. wine to try. It might be good for those of you who are kind of like Chardonnay a little bit more, and maybe like that blend. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. This wine is actually made by the Allegrini family, which is a very famous winemaker from the region. And I think some people will know them for the red wines. We know them for the red wines. Mm. So they have like a Valpolicella, they have an Amarone. Mm. And so, you know, this is this will be an interesting one to try because, again, it's a blend of Garganega and Chardonnay, and it's not a Classico. So it's from a oh. broader region of, of Suave. And there has been some, I, a little bit reading on the interwebs, that maybe that broader region of Suave may not be as good of a quality of grape as the Classico region. Right. So we'll see. Okay. You know, we'll have, I mean, I can't, we can't say one is going to be representative of everything, but it'll be at least a little test for us. Mm. And the last one we're going to try uh, is from a producer called Pierropon, and their Suave is a Suave Classico. So again, from that region, it's got a ton of really good reviews. Mm. In fact, the 2020 uh, was given a Editor's Choice designation by uh, Wine Enthusiasts. So it's supposed to be really good. This is also their entry-level Suave Classico. So again, probably their cheapest Mm -hmm. one. Uh, but And it is a blend of Garganega and another grape called Trebbiano di Suave. And they say that their vines are as old as 60 years old and their wines are aged in glass-lined cement tanks until they're bottled. So we've done the cement. Right. 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 Like like Compton. uh, Right, right. So, But these are glass-lined. I'm not sure if that's totally typical or not. Mm -hmm. So this would be really interesting. So this is going to be a great wine adventure. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you ready to try and get done with this jibber-jabber and start trying some suave wines? I'm ready. I'm just do-do-do waiting here. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Okay, let's do it. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right back to taste our first suave. Suave wine. Lovely. Okay, we are back and we're ready to try our first wine. The first wine we're going to have, and Carmela, you can start smelling it while I talk about it. This is the Inama Vin Suave. It's a Suave Classico. It's from Italy, the Veneto region. The producer is Inama. This is a 2020. This was $14.49 at total wine. It's about 12% alcohol, and it's 100% Garganega. And this one actually got a professional rating from James Suckling, of who I don't really like all that much, but mm. he gave it a 92. So anyway, what do you think you are smelling? Well, you know, I, I'm getting a little citrus on it. Mm-hmm. Make it a little grapefruit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also kind of feeling like there's a little bit of pear like Mm -hmm. a little bit of at the end or something that's kind of what i I was getting pear i think it's also got a little bit of like a rocky rock Mm. kind of smell to it Mm -hmm. and something sweet like maybe a little honey-ish or something you smell a little honey a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah lots of different i mean it's nice Mm -hmm. i think it smells really nice so pleasant i think it's got kind of a little candy or sweet or honey or something on it don't you think maybe a mm-hmm. little bit? it almost reminds me of some of those like um oh gosh they're kind of like a citrusy candy like mm-hmm. those little peaches or mm-hmm. but, but like those or those orange slices the ones, the ones that are in the wrapper or not yeah or yeah actually when you yeah now that you say that it kind of does have that those you know those, those italian can, yeah is that how they say it Perugina? i think it's Perugina. yeah, yeah. Kind of a little bit of sweetness fr- like that, mm-hmm. the little fruity, you know, I don't know. No, I totally get what you're getting at. Okay, let's taste it. Oh, wow. 
It's um, really good. It's very good. This is very much our style because it, it's not super fruit forward. It's no. pretty dry. It's mm-hmm. got a lot of like acidity in it. It's refreshing. really fresh. Yeah, it's, it's very, very fresh and clean. Right. Really easy. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's, mm-hmm. I think it goes down nicely and easily and it's it's perfectly, uh, It's like the flavors are really nice. Sort of mellow. Yeah. I'm getting honey and stone. And there's something a little bit bitter in it. A little so you bit. get a little bit of that bitter yeah. on the end? Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm hmm. having trouble like kind of putting my finger on exactly what it is. It's really good. I actually expected it to taste a little um, like the, I thought the flavor was going to be a little more intense by the smell. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's less than I expected. I don't know. It's just very pleasant. And like I said, it's kind of mellow. It's, I'm getting that citrus now mm-hmm. and I'm, it's sweet. It's sweet, but dry. Like it's got sweetness right up front, but it doesn't linger that, that linger. It doesn't, it doesn't linger like that stop sweet. lingering. Yeah. No, what it's you, very nice. You like it? I like it a lot. What else do you think you're, anything else I'm getting that bitterness, which is really yeah. interesting. And I, I can't, it's some sort of, that's why it's kind of reminding me of a grapefruit. It has mm. that little yeah. bit of, at the end, that, t- I agree. you know, not even tang. It is. It's like a little bitter, like a little pithy. Yeah. I'm know? with you. Mm. I'm with you. I'm to- 100% with you. Yeah. Um, what would you eat with this? That's my what honey? I was going to ask you. I think um, this is definitely going to be a fish mm. wine. It's mm-hmm. going to be a fried fish wine. It's Ooh. it's clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it could go with like charcuterie board. I think it could go with a lot of cheeses, mm-hmm. really nicely with cheeses, I like agree. a brie, even cheddars. Like I think it would be a really good. This would be a great appetizer wine, a cheese and mm-hmm. wine wine. A great you're happy outside, hour, outside as- having a happy hour. Yeah. Mm. It's a warm day. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, delicious. Mm. What about you? I kind of agree. I think the fish idea is is a, it would be lovely with mm-hmm. this. And really shellfish good. maybe too. Huh? Yeah, oh, abs- any kind of fish. Clams. Ooh, like, like a linguine and clam sauce. I think it would be good. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it would be really good. I think it would be yeah, really something well. about that little hint of bitterness at the end too. Just, mm-hmm. you know, it's cleansing. It's like a nice fresh wine, but it also the flavor is still, you know, really lending itself to eating or enjoying the food. Yeah. Now, if you, I'm totally with you. I'm sorry. I just kind of mm, like cut you no, off. Like, you no, no, no. No, but, you know, sometimes I was just thinking that this is a very clean, crisp wine. And again, it kind of fits our palate really well. Mm-hmm. I think if you want a really big, like you like a big, buttery Chardonnay kind of I don't you might think this, not love this. Yeah, I don't think this wine's going to do it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that that. Uh, it's not a heavy, big mouthfeel kind of wine. It's got right. some body to it for sure. And that's the interesting thing because I do think in that case it's very much a it's such an like a subjective thing you know because definitely if you were to try this and you might be a little underwhelmed if you were looking for that do you think i think yeah i think so and the other thing i think we've talked about this a lot especially with like italian wines that are different i think from like california wines is that italian wines we find are meant to be drunk with food Mm -hmm. it's part of the food experience and so it may be a little bit underwhelming if you just want to kick back and and you know down some down some wine like it 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 needs something with it it's delicious but i think you kind of need something with it yes i do too it's nice okay what would you let be actually before we do the rating let me just remind our listeners out there in listening land about our rating our rating scale i can almost talk Mm. so we rate on a scale of one to ten Okay, mm-hmm. no halvesies. All you can't right, do a five right. and a half. It's either a five or a six whole or a seven. Numbers. Or whole, whole numbers. numbers. Whole, mm-hmm. whole numbers. Okay. And a seven or above means that you're going to buy this one. You like it and you're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. A four or below means I don't like it. 
I'm not going to buy it. A five or six means I'll drink it, but I'm, I am I probably wouldn't buy it. But I'll drink it. I'm a fish. I'll just fine. I'll drink it. Exactly. Uh. You're going to make me. Okay. So this wine, what rating would you give this wine? Well, you know, I'm going to, I kind of want to see how I feel about the other wines. You're what? always welcome to change your rating after you've tasted some other wines. So okay. I'm with you because okay. I agree. I just feel like I want to give it an eight. Oh my gosh! Really? That's what I want to give it too. It's like we're just, a pair. Well, are we a wine pair? And this kind of tastes a little bit like pear. It kind of does. Yeah, tastes and smells and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking right now. I'm just feeling like this deserves an eight. Mm-hmm. But I do want to see, you know, what the other ones have to offer. I'm 100 percent with you. I oh my really God. like it. It's a really good wine. It's our style. Right. So again, if you like a buttery Chardonnay, you might go, ooh, this wine, I'm not so sure about You might know, hey, I'm not buying that one ever. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to give it an eight as well. And I just thought of something else I think would be good with. I think this would be good with spicy food. And I know we say that a lot about white wines, but I think the dryness and the acidity of this would work really well. Yeah. It would be cleansing. 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 Wine cleansing. I don't know. We're going to take a bath with it. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. I I don't think so. Oh. Do you, uh, really? You okay. want to bathe in the wine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> Time to pause. Okay. No, we actually, we are going to take a box and we're going to clean out our glasses and pour wine all over our right. bodies. Take and then nice we're going to be back and try cold our... Cold shower. Really. Is <laughs> wow. Good. Wow. And then we're going to... So we be... can finish this podcast. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to be right back with our next wine. Hooray. Okay, we are back. We have just bathed and we are ready to try our wow. next suave bath. No, next suave wine. So as we uh, as I talk about this one, Carmela, you can uh you take can smell it. You can take a bath. Okay. Actually, this one is a little bit lighter in color than yes. the last one. The last one was a little darker and the last one was a screw cap, cap. and this one is a cork. Uh so whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is Villa Cavarena Suave. This is not a classico. It's just a suave. This is from the Veneto region of Italy as well. Again, the producer is Allegrina. Allegrini, which again is a well-known wine maker, especially red wines from that area. This is a 2020 as well. This was $14.99, and we got this one at Total Wine. It's 12.5% alcohol, and this is 80% Garganega and 20% Chardonnay. So, Carmela, what are your impressions of the smell and aromas of this wine? Wow, what was that? I don't know. Okay, so first of all, it's sweeter smelling, smelling than the other one, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's more apple-y or apple pie-like, maybe. What yeah. do you think? Mm-hmm. I, I think so. It's got maybe a little spice on it. It's also getting something like there is some a little bit of, I don't know if they put oak in it, but it's got a little bit of that. I, I feel like I'm smelling a little bit of wood mm-hmm. and, uh, and vanilla. I feel yes. like I'm smelling a little vanilla. Mm, I can kind of smell that too. Yeah, it's just a little bit more like baking... Yeah, maybe that's where that spice is coming yeah. from. It's a little vanilla. Yeah, crust like a like a almost like a like a cobbler crust. Okay, I like that. I and a little why. sugary, a little sugary, don't you think? Yeah, it's sweet. It smells sweeter to me. It has the other one. You could almost smell the acidity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and and the mm. brine, like this one, I'm not smelling the brininess. Mm-mm. Hmm. This one has almost no like you know that stone or that like. Kind of that, you know, we were talking about that in the last one. This one, I'm not smelling that at all. No, no, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm getting a little apple on it, probably. Maybe a little citrus too, but yeah, let's try it. Hmm, what are you tasting? It's different. It's apple-y. 
I think it is too. It's more appley to me. Yeah, it's it's a little sweeter, almost like a um like a sweet apple, uh, like almost like a not a quite a honey crisp, but like something a little more a little sweeter. Almost you, like a red delicious. Apple. Really? I kind of feel I'm like not it. feeling that. Oh, I'm really? feeling what like more thinking? Granny Smith. Because I'm getting really some tart, then. I'm getting some tartness and some bitterness on it. Oh, okay. I'm not. I don't know. Are you getting any bitterness? I'm feeling that bitterness mm. on the end, or tasting that bitterness on the end, like we had with the last one. And I've got my hand up, like I know, an wow, Italian, wow. like hey, I've had that. I'm having some, su- some yeah. suave. Suave. I don't know. It's a little bitter at the end. I'm just finding it more like sweeter, a little more. But but it's again like the other one. It's sm- a taste different than it smells. Mm-hmm, it does. I'm, I'm get, like, there's bitterness on this one. I go, I'm finding a lot. I'm getting it now, maybe a little bit more at the end. Yeah, and it's in, initially on the taste. I'm getting some of that like apple apple pie kind of taste, but I, it goes away pretty quickly. It's pretty dry. Like it's a pretty dry wine. Mm-hmm. I will say it has a little bit, and I don't know if this is all in my mind, but it does have some of that richness of a Chardonnay to it. Mm. So I was I, just going to ask you if it's if you think there's any parallels to the Chardonnay. I kind of feel like it's got a little bit more. I think if you were a Chardonnay fan, you might like this version a little bit better because it's got a little bit more mouthfeel mm-hmm. on it. Don't you think? It's, it's fuller. Got a, mm-hmm. It's a little fuller. It's a little thicker rounder. in the mouth. Rounder. Yeah, it's a little. Sticks around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel like if that's your, your gig, like like you might like this a little better, but it does have that bitterness on yeah, it. Yeah, not acidic. Like it's, it is a little bitter at the end. Yeah. So I kind of still feel like you'd want food with this wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like again, like charcuterie board or that kind of stuff. I think it would go great with fish. I think it would go great with a lot of things, but it's, it's just a different, it's a different taste than the last one. It's mm-hmm. definitely not as like wipe your mouth kind of dry. As no, the last one. no. It is hanging around a bit. I don't, I don't know if I like it as well. But um, it, I think it could be good with, since you like to have Asian food a lot of times mm-hmm. on Friday, mm-hmm. I think it could be really good with a noodle dish. I think so too. For some reason, I'm, it's like, mm-hmm. feels like noodles, vegetables, something, you know, not too heavy. Yeah. Um, I think it would do really nice. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one to me is a little bit, like, it's got some of that Chardonnay to it again. It's a little earthier, a little more bitter. There's just something about it uh, that's just a little different. Maybe I'm getting a little stone on it now. Mm. But any other food that you might have with this? We've already kind of covered that. Yeah, not. I, you know what? I think it. You. Know, I, I think I would enjoy it more with food. I don't. I, totally I don't agree. think that I'm going to be sitting 100%. and sipping. The other one I could sit and sip and enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think it would be wonderful with food. But this one, I think I would like it better with food. A hundred percent. What What rating would you give this one? Well, I think I'm gonna. You know, I think I'd probably give it. A really solid six. Gosh, I'm exactly the same as you. Look at us. Like, I would drink this wine, but if I were to choose to purchase it, I wouldn't. But again, I, again, our taste, you know, if you've listened to the podcast, you're kind of getting a sense for our taste. We like high acid wines. We don't like buttery wines. We, you know, when it comes to white wines. So I think if you were to, if you're, if your tastes lean more towards a Chardonnay, you'd probably like this one the best. I think so. Well, at least, or at least better yeah. of the la- of the of the two. Right. But for our tastes, this is more. This is different than we usually like in a white one. Right. And I would most certainly buy the other one before this one. Correct. So, Correct. and it's not a dig on this wine or anything. It's just more about what our palates are, and mm-hmm. and your palates are different, and that's great. Right. And we love it. We love you. So okay, we love you. Mm-hmm. And we so love you. we are going to take another bath. Uh, in wow. wine, and wow. then we are going to clean out our glasses, and we're going to try our last suave. Are you nice. ready? I'm so ready. All right. 
Okay, we are back and we're ready to try our last wine. Carmelo, you smell it. This is the Piero Pond Suave Classico. This is from, again, Veneto, Italy. Uh, this is from the Piero Pond Winery. Piero Pond is P-I-E-R-O-P-A-N. This is a 2020. This one was $18.99 at Total Wine. So a little bit more expensive. It's 12% alcohol. This is 85% Garganega and 15% Trebbiano di Suave. And this one got some really good professional ratings. Uh, again, wine enthusiasts, it was one of their top choices. They gave it a 94. James Suckling gave it a 92. And Wine Spectre actually gave it a 91. Wow. So we'll see what we think. But okay. what are you smelling? Hmm. You know, it doesn't have as much of a bouquet as the other ones, I don't think. But I'm getting some, like, lemon. Mm-hmm. Lemon. I'm getting that salt water kind of smell yes. on it. Mm-hmm. It almost smells, this is kind of weird, but it almost smells kind of effervescent. Mm-hmm. I know it it's not, but. I feel like I'm getting a little like peach or something on it, maybe. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Are you getting any peach? Yeah, maybe a little bit. It's diff- It's different than the yeah. other two. Maybe even a little floral mm-hmm. on it. Okay. I'm getting know? some flowers too. I yeah, know. I agree. It's nice. It's you. You didn't like it as much on the smell initially. You were you were kind of like, mm, I'm not sure. But it's opening up or it's something. O- it's opening up. It's yeah. more similar to the first one than the second yeah, one for yeah. sure. And the bottle is really, really pretty. pretty. It's a screw cap. It's a screw cap, and it's kind of got that all sauce or that uh, French on the French German wine kind of like tall thin. Very pretty. Yeah, It'd Riesling nice kind of bottle. Wine it's beautiful. Too. So pretty. And the label's Sleek pretty. And, and, oh. Yeah, if you Love go to our Instagram, you can see pictures of it. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's try this wine and see what we think. Mm. Oh, it's good. Wow. I like this. Ooh. It it does taste a little, it's not, but it tastes a little, like, it almost tastes a little bubbly to me. I don't know why. It does almost have a little effervescence to it. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, it's good. I don't know how to explain it. This wine is super light and it's soft. But acidic, it's beautiful. Like and I'm, not a huge aftertaste? It doesn't actually have a huge taste at all, which I know, like, if you're listening, you're probably like, well, what, is it water? Like, it's fine. Like, okay, it is a fine wine. Let me ask you something. Do you think it would be nice to bathe in, though? <laughs> After our our Mm. last baths. (laughs) I think this one might be the best bath of all. I think so. We will find out. And we will not let you know. No. (laughs) Okay. That's enough. But no, it's very good. Yeah. I'm really liking it. It does not have the bitterness of the other two. No. It is smooth. Maybe that Trebbiano, maybe that's why they add it. It is smooth. It is very smooth. It's dry, but smooth. Mm -hmm. It's like wipes off the tongue. It's fruity. It's all, and it's, I mean, it I'm could be dangerous. Yeah. It's I, easy drinking. It's so really it's pleasant. And, I'm pretty impressed by this wine. Mm. This to me would be, this is kind of, okay, this is a suave wine. This is kind of an elegant wine. To me, mm-hmm. this is kind of an elegant wine. Now, some people may taste it and go, I don't feel like there's much going on. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's not a fat or flabby wine. It is no. a fine wine. Right. Like to me, this it's, is a very... Elegant. Kind of fancy mm-hmm. and dinner. Actually, it almost feels like dinner party. Uh, like you're almost, yeah, you're a little bit dressed up. Mm-hmm. It's it's a nice wine. Mm. And I'm it's getting a, that it kind of go, the whole thing kind of goes hand in hand. Like the bottle's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Aren't you getting some of that peach or apricot, bit, yeah, like I stone am. fruit? A little bit of a, like a mild, like it's not, like I was smelling lemon, but I don't think I'm really tasting as much citrus as I thought i i thought i would mm. with the smell i'm it's, getting some citrus 
I mean, a little, but I feel like it's a little, like a peach has a little bit of that tang, but so subtle. It's mm-hmm. such a, like a pleasant, I love a peach. I think that's what the, where this is going. Mm, I really like it. Mm. What food would you have this with? Well, I think. Have it, this with or have with this, I don't, what am I talking mm. about? It's too much wine. Wow. Um, what would I have? Well, you know what? It's kind of, I have to say it's, um, so it's kind of delicate, mm-hmm. I find. Like I'm thinking that I wouldn't. Do anything to like a charcuterie board, but it would have to be no. It'd be like a cheese, cheese board. like a brie, more like breeze or yeah, it's like thing? something you know a little bit more mild. I think you don't want to overpower this wine because it hmm. is kind of. I feel like it's kind of delicate, but it's refreshing enough that you could do. You could do something like a fried fish with it. Yes. You know? That's why I'm like, I'm not sure I agree with you. Okay. I think I'm, I mean, well, I agree with you in that it's, I think it's a fine kind of elegant wine, but we're fighting. No more baths. (laughs) Um, Give me that wine back. Um, I think it would stand up to a lot of food. I think it's got some, I think it's got some like body to it. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's got some firmness to it. Mm. And no, I, I think it could handle like, Spicy foods. I think okay, we can handle a okay. curry. Are we going to test this out? I think we might I think test we have it out to. tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, I am getting some of that stone. Sorry, stone and seawater. Yeah. Are you getting any seawater? I think so. Or I like, don't... you know, actually, I take it back. When I've got like, it. I've what, got it. What, what, what? You know, you're saying it was sparkly. It tastes like a seltzer. Like it a does. seltzer water. But almost more mild, more delicate. But mm. a little bit of like a, just a hint of this of seltzer in it. But you know that plain seltzer, like when you were a kid and you couldn't stand plain seltzer and yes. now that you're an adult, you kind of like that weird bitter kind of, yeah, that's yeah. what this is reminding me of. Yeah, a little, just a hint of it. Yeah. It's delicious. I really, really like it. I really it. like it. Yeah. I really like it. Um, what rating would you give this wine? Well, gosh, the funny thing is, is that I gave the first one an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm being, I feel, I don't think I'm being overly generous, but I, I mean, I think I could give this I know I can't do an eight and a half. I you think I could give eight it a, or nine. I think I could give it a nine. Okay. I mean, I think so. I, you know, I'm kind of in this eight nine mm-hmm. realm. I mean, I could probably give it an eight and bump the other one to the seven. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty strong, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty. What I do like you think? it as well. I'm gonna stick with an eight. Okay. I really like it. So don't get me wrong. I think it's an excellent wine. I feel like there are other white wines that I might like a little bit better, but it's a fantastic wine. Like, right. I'm buying this wine. I'm going to get, there's going to be a case showing up at the door. Woo! No, it's really good. But I think between this one and the Anama, I'm a little bit of a toss-up. I kind of feel like they're different wines. They are. And I think you would have Hard them for compare. different reasons mm-hmm. and different, you know, like, in different cases. Mm-hmm. Like, this wine, I kind of feel like you could kind of sip it on its own, too. Yeah. And it would be fine. Maybe even more so than the first one. Probably that's what I'm thinking. I yeah. think the first one kind of needed food with it, right? And this right. one doesn't. I don't no. Think. Okay, so which of these wines are you going to finish tonight, Carmela? Well, I think this Pierre Pond. Okay, I'm going to let you do that, and I really like it. I, I can. I feel like I don't, but because I'm a gentleman and um, I oh, want to really? take a bath, I'm going to. I'm going to take the Anama, but I like them both. Quite I, that's a bit. what you should have asked: is which one are you bathing in tonight? You're right. You're right. Okay, so let's do. Oh, it's so weird. Huh? Totally uh, the people weird. out there are like, "Oh my gosh, you guys are so, so edgy." Oh. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Here's the taste profiles expected from a Suave. Ready? Mm-hmm. Peach, <laughs> honeydew melon, tangerine marjoram or other green herbs, saline, citrus, mm. orange zest, marmalade, fennel, wow. lemon, honey, nuts. Wow, I not know. bad, not 
No, we did okay. We didn't. We didn't get honey. We got. We didn't get nuts. I didn't get fennel. No, but you got peach. I didn't get fennel. Fennel, so, I didn't get at all. But maybe that's part of the bitterness that you maybe because it's kind of maybe that, it's not licorice, but it had some bitter on it yeah. on the first two for sure. That could be it. So mm. now this is what the wine enthusiast said about the Pierrepon: aromas of citrus, wet stone, and a delicate whiff of hawthorn waft out of the glass. I don't know what. Okay, the hell, wow. Hawthorn. Who's ever had a? Now listen to this: delicious on on the dry, delicious palate. Bright acidity accompanies white peach, grapefruit, and a saline note before finishing on a hint of white almond. Well, you know what? It's funny. The white peach, believe it or I mean, not believe it or not, but if you've had a white peach and a regular peach, the white peach does have a different taste. Yeah. And I feel like this is definitely more of a white peach. Now, here's what's really interesting. This is a different, this is from the wine spectator on the same wine. Okay. This is what they say. A lithe and racy white with lively flavors of orange of Asian pear and melon, punctuated by lime blossom and blood orange zest accents. This bright and graceful, uh, this is a bright and graceful with more fruit and salty mineral layer on the finish. It's like, these sound like different wines. Well, right. That's the funny thing about wines, right? Like everybody's mouth is different too. So you're going to have a different impression oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So now here's one additional thing that I think is interesting. Here are foods that are often paired with suave. Ready? Mm -hmm. White pizza, pasta carbonara, penne alla vodka, porchetta, scallops or other shellfish, pasta primavera, veal schnitzel or veal cutlets, pasta or gnocchi with creamy sauces. Oh my God. I'm just like drooling here. I know, but we didn't really come up with a lot of those, but these are things that people, and I can totally see it, like a creamy sauce. Beautiful Italian dishes too. (laughs) Schnitzel, like in northern... so, Schnitzel, maybe not, but <laughs> so for the no, but for those of you who have never been to northern, uh, northern Italy, Italy, right? You're bordering. You're bordering on Germany, mm-hmm. and and those are and and Schnitzel, which is you know German, is mm-hmm. pretty common. Okay. Yeah, in the South we call it a cutlet, or at least that's what my family called it. But it's, it's probably that, actually not called a cutlet. No, it, but it's a it's a fried, thinly pounded veal that's breaded and fried, and it's delicious. And mm-hmm. I could totally see that with this wine. Yeah, and you put a little lemon on it. Oh my god. I, I want, that's what I want tonight. Okay. Perfect. Well, this was really fun. So are you fun. happy? We're going to do another Italian wine adventure. We're going to do lots of them because there are so many Italian wines to try and, and places I'm to so go in excited. Italy. So we're going to do more and they are underappreciated. I feel like Italian wines are underappreciated. So we're just going to keep yes. traveling around hey, Italy and you said figure it. it out. We're and traveling we're around go. Italy. At some point wait, we will. Wait. Okay. That was the, the next How, question. When we're not in our heads. Right. Okay. When, when are we'll we do gonna it. do that? I don't know. You're we'll really, do it. You're, you know, you're definitely putting it out there. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. No, okay. no, not here we go. Pressure at all. We just need to go. We do. All right. So anyway, <laughs> as always, we want to thank you all of you. Thank all of you out there in listening land for listening to us. And you know, while you're thinking about it, maybe you should subscribe and give us a rating. How about that? Mm-hmm. And we'd love to hear from you. So you can reach out to us on our website at thewinepairpodcast.com. You can email us at joe at thewinepairpodcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and DM us and tell your family and your friends and your mom and people you know are suave or ricos. And if, rico, you, if you suave. take a bath in one of these, let us know. Let us let know. Let us know what you think. Or if you take a bath listening to us don't put the radio <laughs> or the phone in the water but no because you'll right. electrocute yourself but we would like <laughs> oh, to wow, wow. you know we'd like to hear about it okay so no we, yeah. no, we don't okay <laughs> but anyway thank you for listening to the wine pair podcast and we'll see you next time and as we like to say life is short so stop drinking shitty wine ciao bye-bye Too much, I always pay too much, and when I'm with you too much.